That's right. How'd you know that was my name? <laughs> my, you always know. That uh iconic. Um it's an iconic <clears throat> video, man. It they do the he jumps into the drawing or the comic strip. Yeah, dude, I didn't know that was like is that the original like cuz didn't uh there's, There's been some covers, lots of covers, really lots of versions. Incubus does it, right? Maybe my favorite, I think, band that does the cover of that one, of the uh, Take On Me by AHA, would be, uh, what are they? They're a ska band, I'm thinking. Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish is the one I was the, thinking. Yeah, of. no, no, but didn't Incubus do a video where they did that, where he was, like, sketching? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, maybe kind of a riff, little homage mm. to that one. Uh, yeah, man. But yeah, take on me, real big fish, probably the best one. The better version, but you got to respect yeah. and enjoy the old school. You know, we were driving home today, and there's a new jam out there in the uh, hip hop pop culture world. I didn't catch the name of the artist, unfortunately, but the song itself was based off of the old uh, music and beat. To uh, if you uh, what is it? If you really want to party with me, by uh, Busta Rhymes. Are you familiar with I that have, one? I am not. It's a it's a classic Busta Rhymes. Okay. And I realized, man, they're redoing the songs that we listen to as young guys. <laughs> and they're old. They're worse. They're like way worse. And this one was like a women empowerment song on how like uh, chicks are gangsters and like they you know they're bad bitches and all this stuff. And uh, Dude, yeah, they, it yeah. wasn't. It just you know Busta Rhymes, impressive rapper, like the speed that he could speak and flow. Like my God, most humans just can't do that. And so yeah. to take his song where he did something like that. 30 years ago, and then just put out the trash you have here. Like, come on. It's just kind of disappointing. Like, uh, I'm waiting desperately for the music to get better in our society here. Waiting for, like, a good rapper. Anything? Like, the Any new kind of age. Music? Dude, uh, the kids were, these kids I was talking to in class today, they were talking about music. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I was like, oh, you guys listen to rap, huh? I was like, yeah. I was like, who's your, who do you guys listen to? And they were starting off with like, uh, they started off with Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Lil, Lil, Lil Baby. Lil. Lil Baby. Lil. So this, is, so this baby's Lil. Okay, he's a little guy. And then they started rambling and rambling and rambling. They, they were going out all these names, too tall, too short, too fat. Uh, nice. Slick Willie, oh, Slick like a, Willie, yeah. All these like weird names, and then they're like, and then the baby, and I was like, no, you already said that one. Oh, the baby, like, yeah. They were like, no, 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 the baby. Like, yeah, you already said that. No, no, that's little baby. That's right. So there's a little baby and a dub baby. Oh yeah. Even I know dub baby. Are you serious? You know the baby? I know dub baby. Not too familiar with the little baby. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's just Lil. There's no duh. It's just Lil. Oh, sorry. Don't ever disrespect Lil Baby. Wait, wait, who's on first? Okay, wait. Uh... <laughs> my whole point is, Baby's such a stupid name as a rapper, and now you got two of them? 
No, well, Dub Baby, if I'm not mistaken, he's kind of got he's got the physique of 50, 50 Cent. Sorry, uh, you know he's it's like a gangster rap guy, he's a tough guy. He, uh, it's all about shooting up or uh, you know going after the cops and uh, gang banging and all that. Uh, a real a real tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah, American he's a real tough, tough guy. guy. That's right. <laughs> it's Dub Baby, and you know that's kind of like Little John. Or not Lil John, uh Little John, right? Little John and uh you know, we all know Lil John, the rapper, but Little John, I believe, from what, Robin Hood? He's he's a big guy. Oh, yeah. He's like L- an enormous. Little John. Little... Yeah, that is the funniest character ever. Little John is enormous. <laughs> so you have and like he can't swim. So I think with the little baby or dub baby or any variation of baby, you're gonna get like a big fella, a guy, you know, a menacing, kind of scary gangsta like uh character. Maybe. I guess. It's it's bad. That's bad. You're not into the baby name. Not into the baby name. Lil 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 Nas X? Are you kind of a cool kind of sounds like a cool name, right? Oh that yeah, well I are you familiar with the Lil Nas X? I am not, but they said it today. Yeah, he's the fag that did the the, the blood <laughs> on the shoes, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's a satanic guy. Everybody on the right yeah, lost he, like, their minds. He like fucks Satan in that movie. Yeah, I don't care. But Lil, Lil Nas X is a cool. It's a cool name. I'll give you that. That probably looks really cool written on an album. You could probably do a lot of shit with it. You know. He rolls with uh, it. He did the cowboy song that a lot of cowboys were into, or people that like country music. They dug his like a rhinestone cowboy. It was a hip-hop country music mesh song that came out like six or so years ago. It's what made, it got Lil Nas X onto the scene, if you will. And so, uh, I guess apparently a lot of Southern boys were into it until they found out, you know, uh, that Lil Nas X into the fellas. And uh, he sleeps with men. He sleeps with the men, that's right. Yeah. So, and what's, I was actually chatting about Lil Nas X earlier uh, today. That's kind of funny with Emma. And I asked her what the deal is with these um, pop artists now. They're young fellas. They're apparently, uh, they like the other fellas. And uh, they're also big time in the Satanistic uh, devil worshiping. Hmm. Did you catch, did you kind of see what's going on here? Like, I'm not making any connections. I'm just curious as to why these uh, the gay dudes they're really into the Satan stuff. Yeah, well, I guess it's just like you know, um, the devil's the opposite of God. All right. God hate God hates <laughs> devil must love him. Oh, that's just math. I got you. <laughs> Did you ever hear that Norm Macdonald joke? <laughs> no, I think it was Norm Macdonald. <laughs> uh, I forgot who it was, but I think it's Norm Macdonald. <laughs> Could you imagine going to hell and a demon tells you to suck his dick? So you're just there, you start sucking his dick. Oh, wow. Oh, this is Louis C.K. Yeah, this it, Louis C.K. I was going to say, yeah. it was, it's you imagine? McDonald. <laughs> so you just get down on your knees because you're in hell. This guy's a demon. All right, you get down, it's this devil demon guy starts sucking his huge dick. This other guy comes walking by and he goes, yo, you know you don't have to do that. <laughs> Welcome to hell. Yeah, seems about right. That's 
Right, the money. And the demon devil just looks at the guy like, hey, shut up, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like a good place. Say your prayers, people. (laughs) Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times indeed. Not good times, though, right now in Ohio, my man. I don't know if you're up to date on the deal there. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. Did they send the camel? No, it's not. Oh, oh, God, okay, good. They haven't... Actually, it's <laughs> funny you ask, did they send the camel, dude? No, they haven't sent anybody. Nobody's gone. No, that's the funniest part. The only person going is Trump. <laughs> Trump is going, so they had to get the FEMA involved. They're losing their minds now. Um, hey, Joe, hey, Joe, Joe, do you care about, uh, you care about Ohio? Nah, I gotta go to Ukraine. Trump's going there. We begin tonight with President Biden's <laughs> secret and historic trip into Ukraine, a daring act by a sitting president visiting a war zone You're and psycho, one where bro. no American troops are serving. The journey planned in secrecy and unannounced playing out in the overnight hours, and it comes just as the world is set to witness the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. President Biden arriving after a 10-hour train trip from Poland, walking the street. Oh, he took the train. He's slapping us in the face with that one. <coughs> Bro, come on, man. The train. No, dude. I got I got so many questions on this one. We'll get, well, we, we shall let's continue. Let, let's, let's let it finish. ...of Kyiv with President Zelensky today. Kyiv? The two embracing at the Wall of Remembrance, honoring Ukrainian soldiers killed since Russia annexed Crimea. At one point, you can see President Biden embracing you. When he says embrace, they like hugged and held each other for... It was a, weird. ...a long time. So too I'm, much. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speculate. Ukrainians who lost loved ones, and as they walked, a stark reminder. You can hear it right there. The stakes of the visit. Air raid <laughs> sirens sounding across the city. <laughs> President Biden writing in the official guest book of his honor to quote stand in solidarity and friendship <clears throat> with the freedom-loving people of Ukraine. He then returned to that waiting train for the return trip to Poland, preparing to address NATO allies and the world with a major speech in Poland tomorrow. Tonight we have new reporting here how they pulled this off, including the notice to Russia just hours before the president arrived, letting them know he was about to enter Ukraine. They did not want any mistakes in the war zone. Here's our senior White House correspondent, Mary Bruce, leading us off tonight. I'll usually cut it at that dramatic intro from Dave Muir, just because I love Dave Muir. Uh... But, dude, they lay it on real fucking thick here. <laughs> this is unbelievable. President Biden tonight arriving back in Poland after making history in Ukraine. History. The first American president in modern times to visit a war zone where the U.S. has no military presence. Are you sure about your context about that? I don't Jesus think you can Christ. actually say that. But all right. The trip shrouded in secrecy. Biden slipping out of Washington early Sunday under the cover of darkness. Flying not on Air Force One, but on a small C-32, its blinds drawn. Once in Poland, the president whisked to a nearby train, where for 10 hours he traveled undetected to the heart of Ukraine. Arriving in Kiev early this morning, the city They drew the fucking blinds! The blinds are- the, the blinds are drawn! We put the president in the small plane, but don't worry, we, we, drew, we drew the blinds into this war zone under the cover of darkness. Shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> in Kiev? Do, in Kiev? Oh, okay, there's only, there's only a handful of scenarios that could be actually going on. All you guys did, the, nobody knew what the fuck was going on in Ukraine. You guys just narrowed it down to like four scenarios. One, it's not a real war zone. Two, Zelensky's in Poland. Or three, the U.S. armed forces are in control in Kiev and Ukraine. Did you mean Kiev? <laughs> I meant Kiev because it's going to be whatever the fuck America calls it once we admit that we fucking took over Kiev. Kiev? So we... Uh... <laughs> Dude, there's no war. way we're sending him into an active war zone where there's no U.S. troops in charge. That's just not happening. No. It's not happening. No, this is total baloney. You know what? I recall the No Malarkey Express. <laughs> this is pure malarkey. Under the cover of darkness, he left for Washington, D.C. It's 7 a.m. in Ukraine at that point. <laughs> it's 7 a.m. in Ukraine. <laughs> the fuck are you guys talking about? Is, is Putin on the front lawn of the White House? <laughs> then why does he need to leave in the cover of darkness and draw the goddamn blinds when he takes... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have an aneurysm, dude. And, th and then he landed in Poland. <laughs> he took the train. You said he took the train. They got that train to he go through Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wanted it to make it there, you know? We'd have grabbed a Soviet train. Figured this would be this is better. This got better brakes than that bullshit we got in Ohio. You think you, know? you think Biden got on board and he's like, uh, Pete Buttigieg isn't in charge of this one, is he? Okay, good. All right, let's, let's go. But do you hear the absurdity that in the same story you told me he left in the cover of darkness in a smaller in a smaller plane, not Air Force One, so nobody knew he was coming, and then he landed in a country. That's actually peaceful, and it's our ally. And and, and everybody called, knew he was coming. There was actually a party waiting for him when he got there. Him, and then they, they loaded him onto a train, and from that train he went into the war. Then what the fuck was the point of the goddamn cover when you left? Right? They called Putin on their way there and said, hey. You uh, called Putin. Hey, Putin, uh, this is the uh, Air Force One. Uh, we're coming. So uh, don't shoot us. <laughs> Like, what the fuck yeah, is this? And then he just listens? Me? How serious of a fucking war is this? This is not a serious war. Not did a serious you, did war. You hear, did you hear what the locals were saying? I can't Dude, wait for this. There have been no reported air sirens in Kiev. Kiev? Or Kiev? In Kiev? <laughs> there have been no reported air sirens for like 16 weeks. <laughs> Joe Biden steps outside with Zelensky for a photo op, and the air sirens start going off. Because they got to sell the story. They want to make it, and then, and then just so they could say, and then literally all the left-wing media men today, it was like, <clears throat> they're playing the clip. They're like, here, Joe Biden, you can hear the air raid sirens, and he doesn't <laughs> even flinch. <laughs> Truly the posture of a hero. Would Donald Trump go? He would cower in fear. Do you think they flew him out on Sunday night because on Saturday night Trump announced he was going to Ohio? Well, they probably wanted to fly him out on Saturday night, but then he pooped his pants. <laughs> I'm saying in response, they're like, we got to do some bigger photo op because Trump's no, going to. 
I believe this was planned for a lot. This is a fo- this was planned. It's a photo op. Yeah, it was. Either this is not real. Either either Ukraine is not a real war zone. Actually, you know what? I really think this kind of proves now that I'm thinking about it. I, I honestly remember how we were talking about like Boris Johnson going over there because yes. they were going to sign the I, peace treaty. Just thinking and, that. And uh, Putin was going to take these three areas. That's right. I think this proves the Russian army is only in these certain areas. Yes, that is the war just, zone. And they just want their Russian area back. And you can go to Kiev all you want <laughs> because they don't want Kiev. Exactly. No, I think what happened is I think they took what they wanted. They did. And it's over. Like we said, like we said they would do. I think you're right. It's over. They're just laundering money at this point. Uh, Putin made a big speech today. Did you catch that action? Uh, you sent me an article. I found it fascinating. He and I read a little uh, this bit. This is more what scares. This is what scares me, dude. This because is, yeah, scary stuff. E- even if you're just doing these photo ops and you're just you know it's all bravado, Putin has to react. That's right. Like. Putin now has you. You just kind of made a joke. Me and you are literally laughing about it, right? Well, Which means yeah. you just made a joke out of Putin and his war by go sort by showing of. up there. The joke starts with the fact that the leader of this democratic-based rebellion, uh, you know, Zelensky, he's a comedian. Yeah, that's the joke. Did you hear his speech and Joe Biden's speech in the Ukraine? I caught a glimpse of democracy <laughs> will persevere. It's, it's like so stupid. It's the same dude. shit. It's the most corrupt government in the world. You can't listen to a clip of either one because they are just reciting the same, you know, thing over and over again. They're given the same script. They repeat it. The more I watch Zelensky, Mike, you are correct, sir. I see it 100% as we promised this guy anything he wanted and he's he's coming for it he's calling it in <laughs> he hey, really I prolonged is, the man. war you owe me every step of the way and it's pretty obvious that we're saying okay here you go here you go i think we just today or yesterday announced that we're going to give him another half a billion dollars yeah did you see that that was in the fine print of the visit he also pledged 500 million in uh of javelin missiles and of whatever of course got to keep giving him money man we promised it to them promised them it's, did you hear what the uh, Secretary of Defense in, of Ukraine said? I did not catch this, actually. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about it. He did this. Here's the problem. This is, and this is the fucking problem. The word Nazi-esque, <laughs> Hitler-esque, no. it gets thrown around way too much. You, don't you know what I mean? Yeah. But this man went up there and just like screamed out like they're killing Russians and he's not going to rest until he sees Ukrainian tanks uh, in the Red Square of Moscow. That's a little extreme and uh, (laughs) kind of stoking the fires there of a little World War Three, I feel like, man. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. He gave the speech of a man who has the backing of a large country, you know? Yeah. Wow. That is uh, heavy heavy rhetoric. 
Um, you know, I'll be honest, I have not taken the situation very seriously at all. It has seemed like some sort of wag the dog, but in a weird opposite way where maybe Ukraine and Russia ha- and China has an incredible amount of compromising evidence against not only Hunter Biden, but also Joe. And it just seems like uh, we're being kind of, you know, scammed as a country. And maybe yeah, like even who, the entire West. Who really told you to go there? Was it Hunter? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? He saw the game plan uh, tattooed as an ass uh, stamp, or was it a <laughs> tramp stamp on uh, his, uh, his hooker's ass? Yeah. It was a decoy <laughs> laid by Putin all along. Um, so crazy stuff. I don't, it's the weirdest spectacle. Joe Biden going there. It it doesn't look good that you're like under investigation for your, like your son's connection to this country that you're sending billions of dollars to. And then now you're going there to visit it. You're trying to make it seem like you're a war hero, dude. This just seems like a fucking scam. Big time. That's what I've been thinking until, I'll be honest, I got uh, a little chilly from what I heard this morning. Plunging temperatures and a police lockdown for President Putin's appearance this morning. Bitter cold outside, bitter rhetoric inside. President Putin calling the Ukraine conflict a war, but blaming Kyiv, the West, and Washington. I would like to repeat, they started the war and we used the force in order to stop it. Wow. Did you catch that? That's crazy. Putin has the force. Folks, we're done. We are screwed, man. (laughs) They got lightsabers and shit. They got Yoda. They got baby Yoda. We're fucked, man. They got the force. It's game over. All we have is the farce. (laughs) It's game over, folks. (laughs) Wow, they got the fucking force. This is is crazy. Is he building a Death Star? (laughs) That's what the moon has been all along. I was wrong. Flat Uh... moon theory. I deceived you all. I'm sorry. Frank, you steered us wrong. It's all your fault. Ah, uh, certifiable idiot right here, folks. I apologize. <laughs> that movie even tried to warn us, don't look up. <laughs> oh no, 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 it's a different movie. <laughs> They're all so stupid. Are you thinking of Rise Mo- of Skywalker? Moonfall. Oh, Moonfall. Moonfall. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, look out, people. Everyone be scared, because this is the real deal. I'm finally taking this shit seriously. Putin has the force. The Russian leader's equivalent of the State of the Union. Can I stop right there? After pre- <laughs> I, no, this is, I think you're going to like this. I, I, it is very interesting that Putin invaded Ukraine one year ago, and no media has in America has played even 
five seconds of what Putin has said about the war until we have escalated it to the point where now he is giving a speech, escalating it and calling it a war, and it's this and that. Now that the rhetoric has reached the level that the media wants, now they're starting to play Putin's speeches. That is an interesting call. Have you heard any of his speeches before this one? For the past year? We played a few clips of him that we had to actually score from, like, Sky News and Al Jazeera. And it's because for the whole year, Putin was saying a lot of it had to do with uh, Crimea. That's right. And, and like, the water rights. Oh, yeah. And and, and Putin wanted these two regions that that believed they were Russia. And I mean, it was like very, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm on Putin's side. I'm not a Putin sympathizer. I'm just saying <laughs> when, when you would listen to him, it didn't seem so crazy. Our shit never made any sense. From Putin's angle, it's about securing resources. Yes. From our then, angle, it's pushing NATO. And from our angle, it was this crazed man who's dying of cancer and is is trying to unite the Soviet <laughs> Union so he has a long-living <laughs> legacy. <laughs> right? Dude, well, <clears throat> I listen to NPR a lot on the way home, and the way they describe this war, and Putin in particular, he is simultaneously... Like, you know, Genghis Khan taking over the world mixed with Hitler, <clears throat> but also we're destroying him. We're, we're about to beat him. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Zelensky in Ukraine <laughs> is, is, is also winning the war. So it's like, well, is this guy going to take over Europe? Is he going to take over Europe or is Zelensky <laughs> winning the war? You can't have... Both stories in the same story, but they choose to... That, that's what's happening. Frank, that is the left. Listen, that's what they've been doing. This Trump is the smartest, most cunning, greatest con man yes. of all time. Yes. And simultaneously, he's too stupid to run an administration. He doesn't know... <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a buffoon. He's, this, he's, he's a total- dumb, bumbling... <laughs> he's got dementia, Frank. He's too old. Yeah, I mean, oh have you seen God, him? dude. No, you're right. On right. the money. Then the Putin... Uh, Putin is going to be World War Three. He's the greatest. He's the greatest military strategist that has ever walked the face of the earth. At the same time, this comedian in Ukraine with a couple missiles from, the, from America <laughs> is, 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 is about to push him back to the Red Square. Apparently, I don't know. So this is double think. Yeah. This is what Orwell wrote about in 1984. We're experiencing double think. It's amazing, and you're the people you love in your life will look you straight in the face and tell you both of these are true. Mike, it's yeah. Punchki. It's not Punchki. Get it right, bro. <laughs> it's P A C Z K I, not P A C Z K I. Are you fucking stupid? Look well, at it. If we continue this rhetoric and go down the path that we're seemingly going down, we're gonna get Punchkeyed in our mouth because uh, Putin means business. <laughs> President Biden's historic visit to Kiev. President Putin accusing NATO and America of threatening Russia's existence. They want to turn a local which conflict true. into which, a phase which is of true. A, uh, global conflict. But it is the Russian president whose leadership is on the line. President Putin goes nowhere without tight security. Overnight, my phone signal has stopped working, and this is as close as I'm allowed to get. 
And this morning, China warning the war may spin out of control. Its top diplomat expected in Moscow. Alexei Maslov advises President Putin on China relations. Has President Putin deliberately cultivated this relationship with President Xi? Oh, yes, I think so. Because not only, not only uh, helps Russia, it uh, also helps Putin to feel itself much more stronger. But President Zelensky warning China that military support for Russia could spark World War III. Today, Putin called for a moment of silence for those slain in his so-called special military operation. But there was no apology, no compromise. After a year of killing, with no end in sight. Oh, yeah. World War yeah. III! We called it, man. It's coming. We got it happening. No, the only... Great for podcasting. The end of, <clears throat> the end of sight is we stop sending money. Uh, well, yeah, but we need a proxy war. Syria is over with. We sent no, our heart machine that, earthquakes dude. over I there. Think, I think this is something else. This is this, it's too coincidence that it's too much of a coincidence that this is the Hunter Biden country. Good call. This is definitely <laughs> this, the Hunter is, Biden country, dude. This is a, this is like Donald Trump gets reelected, and then all of a sudden there's a war between Kuwait and, and Saudi or. Uh, Qatar and Saudi Arabia, and then we just start backing Qatar and pumping money into them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like, wait a minute, didn't your son-in-law just make a $2 billion deal over here? You know? Yeah, unfor uh, unfortunately for the left, Trump started zero wars and ended a couple of them. So. I know, I was trying try to use an example. Like, It's just a crazy... It's too coincidental that this is the country your son was in taking money from then now you're, you're you're i don't know this is but what are we seeing if we end up if we end up going into world war three over ukraine i'm gonna be so fucking pissed because <laughs> this is dumb right this is a stupid way to go into world war three because one year and one week ago none of you fucking people cared about ukraine Nobody in America cared about fucking Ukraine. Absolutely. In fact, it was the now most you're willing to go to World War Three for it. Man. Good call, man. It was the most corrupt country in the world one year ago. Now it's the uh, beacon of democracy and the symbol of freedom in the uh, free world. <laughs> Did you see the picture of Joe Biden, by the way, meeting Zelensky? His tie was striped in the ukraine flag colors uh, i didn't notice no fucking god damn it it's pretty bizarre stuff lately it god seems like it. uh biden the biden administration is they like can't stand to wear you know red white and blue not into it you know you seem to be really all about fixing ukraine you know chicago has 55 schools where they can't read and write Yes, and please expand more on that to me. <laughs> I'm because, just saying. No, the, I did got, check that Baltimore out. just came out. We were making fun of it last week because right. it's got 20-something schools. Pretty bad. Chicago had to one-up it with 50. 55. Like, <laughs> 50, how many cities do we have You know, double-digit schools where the kids can't read? We're talking 55 schools in the Chicago public school system who have... No proficiency in math or reading. Zero percent proficiency. That's bad. Zero. That's bad news. No man. kids in the entire... Dude, if you look at the chart, some of them are like five, six, 
800 kids in the school. Zero. Zero can read or do math at the level they're supposed to be at. And I'm talking state standards, or national standards. You know how fucking low those standards are? <laughs> pretty low. Definitely pretty low. Man. Not a that's good why you outlook. Go, that, <laughs> that's why the union can't get apprentices, because they can't do fucking fractions. You know? That's why the military can't recruit, because these fucking kids can't graduate high school. They can't pass the ASVAB. These are basic entry exams. It's starting to sound like people who are a bit removed from enrolling their children in school now are becoming aware of the issue with the public school system. And the resounding question I'm hearing across the board is, what can we do to fix it? And it, there doesn't seem to be an answer. It almost seems like the school system is rotten to the core. Well, one, you gotta go to school. You gotta show up? Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> Definitely. You know what happened? You know why it's so shocking now is because before it was limited to the inner city schools that everybody just kind of figured would fail. But because of COVID, now it's everywhere. It's all across Chicago. Those schools, dude, I've worked in all those schools. They're all around. They're in good neighborhoods, bad neighborhoods. Because even in the good neighborhoods, it's like, yeah, but those are the poor kids in that good neighborhood. <laughs> You're saying kids right? just don't have to show up and there's no accountability for their absence? No, COVID. Wow. COVID ruined everybody. It ruined that, society, it, man. Come it on. literally ruined a whole generation of kids. When they're not in school, they're doing the online learning. Dude, we were laughing about it, but it's not fun. I mean, these kids, the reason they're not, it's not that they can't read or do math. They can't read or do math at proficient levels. So they're yes. like two years behind. And then these people in about 10 years or so are going to enter the workforce. This will not be good for people who have to oh, work with terrible. them, man, <laughs> you know? which is a lot of us. We're going to have to work They're going to be idiots. lacking social skills. They're going to be bad at math. They can't read. Absolutely. I think the social skill issue is going to be the major problem. Yeah. Already people have a, an issue with communication. You know, I kind of do see it already as uh, like a... a when you end up in places where you're not allowed to have a cell phone, oh yeah, there's a distinct cutoff. It's right around mid thirties, where like anybody older is fine, and anybody younger is like freaking out. Wow, really freaking out? How yeah. like getting fidgety? Uh... Just fidgety. They don't really, and you can tell they're no like reaching for the pocket. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, and like uh, those are the guys that always get caught pulling it out. You know. You're talking about their dicks or their phones? Both. Excellent. This sounds like no, a lively group, actually. It's the old guys that pull the dicks out. <laughs> it's an old joke, actually. What you do is you put your hand through your belt, and then you stick your thumb through your open fly. You pretend it's your <laughs> dick, but it's really your thumb. It gets everybody <laughs> every time. It's a good joke to pop out on a group of fellas. Maybe even if there's a couple ladies. I find that the ladies love the joke, actually. If you uh, are in a comfortable group. I can see that going real bad, though. Yeah. Again, folks, know your Wrong audience. Group. Know your <laughs> audience. That's how you know. Don't do it at work. I'm just throwing these things out there. When you're meeting the in-laws, not a good time. <laughs> Save it for the wedding. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
just, you know, I was thinking about that, man. Like, how many times was there like, like just hanging out with friends when you were younger? Like, how many times was there a dick whipped out? You know, and, like to think, sure, like, I'm sure, yeah, as, as a joke, you know, like a dick or balls or you know, like when. When that restaurant movie came out, everybody was doing that fucking ball game. Talking about waiting, and also I find, uh, and I think most dudes find, you know, the the ball sack, sh- you know, shaking the shaking of the ball sack. Dude, uh, the brain, dude. Yeah, when you like stand there, like nothing, the jo- like everything's sack. normal, but the balls are hanging <laughs> out the zipper hole. Oh yeah. You will, Funniest thing in the world. You will leave a group of men in absolute stitches on the floor Tears. holding their sides. <laughs> yes. You do it right. Like you're, like you're cooking and you just you turn around, you're holding the pan, still flipping the burger and the ball. Like, dude. Nobody can handle that. That's Genius. just the image is outrageous. And uh, yeah. I, but know. now that's sexual assault, man. That's sexual harassment. That's, oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, it's like no good. That's what I'm talking about. That's so funny. It's funny because, yeah, back in my day, a classic mooning. Nothing was better. You know, when you can catch people uh, where your pants are down and your ass is showing and they're definitely getting a little bit of that ball sack on the underneath, that's a great time. That's the American classic. So this kid, this this guy, his kid got uh, expelled from school. Wow, man. For pantsing his friend in the locker room. Whoa, all right. He de-pants the fella totally. He, fucking, yeah. he did the whole joke, uh, pants. He got the pants, oh, the boxers. Man. He got it all, right? Dick flopping out. Kid was embarrassed. <laughs> sure. Parents got involved. All right. Kid got expelled. Wow. And this guy had a great point. In that locker room were two chicks. Okay. Two girls who feel like they're boys are allowed to go in that locker room and change. Oh, I didn't uh, follow with you on that one. We're yeah. talking, uh, sorry, you need to use the proper dude man phraseology. Oh, I'm here. sorry. There are two lady fellas. Yes, thank in you, that, sir. In hey, that, oh, in that right, locker room. Yeah, two lady fellas. Okay. Wow. At the time this happens. Are these fella ladies or lady fellas? Lady fellas. Lady they're ladies who want to be fellas. Who are now fellas. Okay. So they got the la- they're the ladies with the beards and the mustaches. And <laughs> oh yeah, man! They're changing in the boys' locker. And this right. guy had a great point. It's like, dude, back in my day, and I know it's that's not even this. Lo- I'm not even talking long ago. Dude. I'm talking 2005, 2006. Well, you're old, right? so we'll keep rolling. Yes, I guess it is. Long, <laughs> it used to be, if you were a woman who went into the man's locker room, you got expelled. If That's you right. were the man who pantsed another man inside said locker room, nobody even cared because there were dicks out everywhere. Nobody found out. <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. I mean, that is unbelievable that this kid gets expelled for that. Interesting situation. Like, my point is, are we going to be overly sensitive about this, this like, about our, gen- our, our genitalia and everything? Or are we going to be totally open and free and have women in men's locker rooms, men in women's locker You know what I mean? It's like, well, you can't th- have both. <laughs> was it the two chicks who were offended or... No, nah, some other f*** in there. You know it always well, is. Well, okay, well, here's my take, and I think you would probably... I know you're down with this one, which is uh, maybe it was a young fella next to him who was, you know a little ashamed of his own <laughs> lack of masculinity and saw this young man, 
you know, in the flesh and was like, oh my God, you know, and he, uh, no, the, the kid who got pants, shocked. Actually, was the one who, oh, the, the who, who told he, oh, the kid who, uh, was revealed. He's the, he's the, he the was guy the too. snitch. Yeah. yeah, well, this sounds like an uh, an easy opportunity to make some money by the family. And then the dad's like, don't worry, son. Uh, we'll move to another state with all the money we make, and uh, nobody will remember. I don't know, man. I just don't remember. I remember a lot of people getting their pants pulled down. I don't remember any, like, lawsuits or suspensions or expulsions. Mm. And this is why, folks, Mike right. loves the BTS boys, those uh, young Korean... <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> nah, dude, come on! You never did that in middle school or high school. I don't really recall my days in the locker rooms. Those are kind of faded memories for me personally. You never I did it in gym class where you pulled the sh- somebody else's shorts down, like when you was talking possible. to a girl or something. It's, it's a good chance I was a part of some sort of ragtag group of hooligans going around to pantsing the fellas uh, in front of the oh, ladies. We used to do it all the time, dude. You'd be in the if you were in the wrong situation, you had to check. You had to watch your back. Like if you're, you'd catch yourself like in a corner talking to like three chicks. Oh shit! Oh shit! Who's coming? It's true. <laughs> we, and you did have those, you know, those gym shorts. They never fit quite right. You know, they, 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 they always gave you the size a little too large. You sagging a little bit. Had to maybe tie it off on the side. So you definitely were a prime. <laughs> no, that was the best you part, know, dude. If you tied it, if you tied it when we pulled the shorts, oh, yeah. your underwear came with it. Oh, that's right, man. So it was so funny. Nerds beware! This is what comes yeah, your dude. way when you enter the high school, uh, the middle school, maybe, or high school range. Maybe that's how we stayed out of trouble. Is we did it to each other, not the nerds. Also, in our day, back in our day, we didn't have the ladies as the fellas and the fellas as the ladies. It sounds crazy, but it just wasn't a thing. And maybe it was a thing with one or maybe two people, but it wasn't such a widespread phenomenon that we had to, you know, change the physical design of the locker rooms or include people in certain areas and all that jazz dude we were kind of fortunate that we escaped this whole kind of movement you know school was still kind of school when we were there school when we went to school very similar to when our parents went to school a little bit more progressive but not too different yeah more technology but yeah you're right we were still doing it we were still doing shop we still took auto you know woods it was it was still kind of that old school school. Yeah. Uh, once we were out, something happened, man, and they got into the iPads and they decided we're going to eliminate all these programs that teach you how to be a man because it's toxic masculinity. You shouldn't learn how to do that. Learn how to code. Oh, all I could think about, man, is like <laughs> you got rid of the auto shop. Yeah. But there's no way you got rid of the kids who only got A's in auto shop. That's right, right? man. Yeah. And like what are those kids left to do? Like I can't even imagine what they're doing. You know? They're smoking weed and fixing their friends' cars, man. I really think like dude, Mr. Hymas probably a terrible teacher because he wouldn't get to most kids. But nobody got through to the autos kids better than Mr. Hybus, you know? Well, it's because it's the autos kids who need a teacher to get through to them most out of the school. 
Like those and are they the need a, they need a real man who could actually the kids who are into shop. The young auto. young men could. It's like primal, dude. They could smell the like <laughs> the beta male. You know what I mean? So when you got Mr. Devito, the gym coach, you know, <laughs> crushing you know, everyone you one on one in basketball, <laughs> you're like, dude, all right, f- you're a goddamn 32 year old gym teacher. I don't. I'm not impressed. You know what I mean? You're so also when he the tells you like, me, hey yeah. kid, you want to be like me? Like I'm already taller than you. F- get off the court. You know, like. But then you got Mr. Hymas, who's like lifting engine blocks with one hand, you know? And he's like, let me tell you kids, I know you're high, but you gotta stay away from the drugs. I'm not gonna do anything, but you gotta stay, you know what I mean? Dude, he literally told, he like scared the shit out of us because he knew we were high, and he told us just don't do it before his class. And you know what? We stopped doing it before his class. The guys who dig on the auto stuff and the wood shop stuff, those are the dudes who need to be guided the most in the, hey, don't sweat the small stuff here in school. Check out these crafts and these trades. Yes. You'll find your way. And just stay focused on these things you care about, you know? Enjoy your talent. Enjoy, you know, whatever... Master this, your talent. Whatever, <laughs> whatever gift God has given you here that you are so focused on, that you enjoy and love, focus you will, you know, it'll lead you down a great path. And so the sad part is yeah. maybe that's why we are in such a rotten place in a, you know, societally is because we've lost that influence on the kids. You know, because maybe even if you do have a broken home or you don't have a dad or a mom, you know what I'm saying? You could go to school and have these people there to influence you on some level. Positive, like a, a real positive male moment. And those were the dudes model. who became mechanics at the local shop, yeah. man. Yeah. You know which, what I'm saying? We, which we need. That's what Dude, we that's fucking what I'm saying. need. That's what we and need. And for those of you who think, oh, I don't want to be a loser grease monkey, yo, Union, in Chicago right now, Union Mechanics, they're making $49 an hour. Wow, man. That is fucking... That's incredible. Come on. Yeah, Come man. on, dude. <laughs> To turn wrenches. But, man, I'm telling you, there's a lot to be said about people who go down that path. And, look... America, something's gone on with the culture. Maybe it has started with the schools and the fact that we aren't guiding young people in the right direction. There's something rotten to the core with our culture. And Mike, I have believed this from the day one. There's something up with our food, bro. From baguettes to focaccia, Europe is famous for its bread. But one ingredient is missing. Potassium bromate is a suspected carcinogen that's banned for human consumption in Europe as well as China and India, but legal in the U.S. Where Whoa, it's used India by some it? food. <laughs> yeah, dude. Even, oh, that's terrible, dude. Even, even India's better than us. <laughs> oh, they don't give a fuck. If they can make a penny on it, they'll that's give a, it to the population. They saying. got more people than they can deal with. We're in a bad way, folks. Makers to strengthen dough and estimated to be present in over a hundred products. 
there is evidence that it uh, may be toxic to human consumers, that it may even either initiate or promote the development of tumours. Gotta be in Professor bread. Eric Millstone <laughs> is an expert on food additives and told us European countries take a much more cautious approach to food safety. Can we say for sure that these differences in regulations mean that people in the US have developed cancers that they would not have developed? if they've been eating only in Europe. I think that that is almost certainly the conclusion that we could reach. It's not just potassium bromate, but many other chemicals and substances that are banned here in Europe over health concerns, but considered safe by the FDA. Do you think most Americans are aware that they're being exposed to substances that are viewed as dangerous over here? They probably just think, well, if it's available and it's in the store, then it's probably fine. <laughs> Stacey Nicolara is Trust from Australia, you know America. but has been living in London for 10 years. She told us well, they took five shots on this side the of the Atlantic <laughs> has opened her eyes to what's allowed in food in the US. She has no plans to ever move back home. And is food safety a part of that decision? For sure, yeah. How am I going to protect my children when it's just everywhere? In a statement to CBS News, the FDA said that when used properly, potassium bromate converts to a harmless substance during food production. But at the oh, same time... <laughs> just as harmless as this bivalent vaccine for your toddler, ma'am. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank is no different than that jellyfish in The Simpsons. As long as you prepare it properly, you're fine. <laughs> Don't you love this shit, dude? This is incredible. Dude, Mike, don't worry, dude. The FDA, man. In a statement to CBS News... Justification is fabulous. The FDA says, all right. FDA said that when used properly, potassium bromate converts to a harmless substance during food production. But at the same time, Nora... It turns to a harmless as opposed to... What was it before it turned into harmless? that not all potassium... <laughs> no, no, listen, if you're going to cook with this, you got to wear the gloves. You can't <laughs> let this touch... You cannot let this touch your skin. <laughs> no, 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 but once you cook it, you're fine. You can eat it. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to put it in everything, by the way. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything you eat, it's going to have no, it. The dough, the bread, the pasta, everything. It's fine. <laughs> Just don't touch it until you cooked it. Then it's fine. Folks... Trust the science. All right, we have oh, <laughs> <laughs> They are fucking poisoning us, man. They're poisoning you, right? Fluoride right. in the water, bromide in the fucking food, dude. Sodium bromide. <laughs> or no, potassium bromide. Totally. They, they're fucking with us, man. It's so funny. They're, our food is so bad, Europe's like, no thanks, dude. No, the worst part is they said, yeah, we'll take the McDonald's, the Wendy's, the kit. What's that, sodium bro? Nope, nope, nope. Have you guys seen people in the UK? Like, have you seen their teeth? They looked at our food and they're like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about people like Mick Jagger and shit like that. Like, look at these people. And they're literally known as the country with no ass. <laughs> And maybe that's the trick. I mean, these people, like the Stones and company, they live forever, dude. Maybe there's something going on here. I really do believe there's something uh. up with our food, man. It's it's just, uh, I think it's just over-processed. 
and we're that, yeah. compensating uh, in ways to make things stay preserved for longer than what's natural, so, you know? And so we're, we're just, uh, you know, when you play God too much, you you make people sick. I think we're just making ourselves sick. It's all about cheaper, too, because it's like, I want to ship this beef from California to New York right? on a train yes. or in a car or in a truck, you know? And it's like, so I got to put this in there and this in there, and it's man, it's disgusting. That's disgusting. Look at the paragraph of ingredients listed on everything we consume, man. I know it's insanity. When did we? Oh, I always think that was. I always normal? go to the beef, man. Nobody talks about the beef, dude. Like South America, we can't buy their meat here. That's right. And like nowhere else in the world can they buy ours. <laughs> That's, no, I'm just kidding. No, they buy ours all over. But they're, no, they're literally saying they're not buying our stuff now. And I don't think it's just you know the bread and stuff. I think there's a lot of our you know produce. You know, not produce. It's a lot of everything. It's yeah. just we we allow shit in our food. Also, like the pesticides, the stuff we spray. Yeah. I I get the feeling maybe they do meat and produce and everything else a little bit cleaner in some other countries. Dude, that's the scariest thing I ever heard. Well, it's safe once it's processed. Like it, once you cook the food, it's I'm. That's true. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Are there a lot of things I eat that are unsafe? Before, like, like meat is not going to kill you necessarily <laughs> if you eat it raw, but you could catch a virus. I get that. You could get bacteria or whatever. You know, in fact, uh, but there's nothing out there that's like deadly. No, we've gone too far the other way. It used to be, yeah. uh, I'm going to cook. We're eating it raw, but let's start cooking it because it might be a little bit safer. But we survive either way to, I don't know if we can survive eating this unless I cook it. And so it should. <laughs> oh, it's not even, I don't know. It's no, you have to. <laughs> like, this is, this is going to kill you if you don't cook it down, actually. But you need to use a chemistry set in a laboratory. And uh, we need to know the precise calculations to make this right. Otherwise, we will be poisoning you. Slowly, over time, you will get cancer. Sorry. Who's ready for dinner? Oh, what are you doing? Don't touch it. (laughs) It's safe to eat. Just don't touch it. This sounds like it was started by the same company that started uh, Fauci's Beagle experiments and the uh, COVID (laughs) vaccine. It's just a slow torture. What is this? Do they talk about what does it even do? Like, why do we add it? the food everything is for preservation everything is so it can last longer sit on the shelf longer and it comes down to profits yeah so sounds about right that's what we're eating we're eating profits even though we get charged for the taxes right in our uh paycheck then when we buy it it's nothing but taxes potassium bromide yeah pretty wild stuff huh isn't that what they set on fire in ohio I think it might be, too. That's what was in that tanker, dude. Any reports uh, from you that you've seen? Is it flowing down the Ohio well, yeah, River? Yeah, I heard uh, that it flowed into the river uncooked, and that's why we was poisoning it. Oh, they, they didn't cook it enough. That's the problem, Yeah, folks. that's why they set it on fire, you know? It'll float down to the Mississippi. They'll cook it down in Louisiana, put it in all the crawfish. It'll be good. Yeah.